welcome to The Being Leader. I'm Annabel Graham. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you're well and had a chance to rest, restore and reflect over the holiday period. So, it's now 2021 and I think nearly everyone wanted to say goodbye to 2020. Really hopeful that the new year would make a difference. An end to the pandemic, a vaccine, a return to normal. No, we're in lockdown again. But what's normal? Surely everyone wants to get back to meeting people and being sociable. But is how we work and live ever going to go back to what it was? And what does that mean for us as individuals, for our careers, our home lives, our ways of working and being? The last two to three weeks has seen social media and print media full of the annual New Year, New You message, putting pressure on us to reinvent ourselves. And bearing in mind that 2020 was also a new decade, you know, thinking that it was really supposed to herald change and transition. But does a new year or new decade mean we need to be a very different person from the one we are now? In how we live, work and interact with people? Well, maybe. Who we are and what we do may stay the same if the pandemic hasn't impacted what we do for a living. But with so many industries untouched, why should we believe we can continue being in the same way? Just think about all the things that have happened since 2010. We'd never have imagined all our interaction would be over video call. We didn't even have the technology in any way that was useful. We'd never have imagined that a vaccine could be produced within a year or that online shopping would become the norm to the extent it has. The reality is, technology is shifting at an amazing rate and this year has only accelerated it. So as we move into the next decade, you know, fully into the next decade, what does that mean for our goals as individuals, as leaders and as organisations? Well, there's one thing for certain, there's going to be substantial change. And that's whether we like it or not. Apart from being 10 years older at the end of it, the fourth industrial age is firmly upon us. And we will have to adapt both personally and professionally as the 2020s progress. Let's look back 100 years ago. You know, if you think back to 1920s to 1930s, we'd just come out of the the First World War. Um, Women had only just got the vote. And by 2030, you know, cars were commonplace, we had um, talking movies, colour, television had started, you know, all of that had happened. And in some ways we're mirroring events that happened then. The roaring 1920s saw a massive shift in how we lived. Women's role in society changed. That's being mirrored by Me Too now. Changes in society fueled intolerance, fear and division across the globe. Is anything any different? Just look at what happened in Washington last week. Immigration was a major concern and tackled by changing immigration laws. Hello Brexit. And new inventions of forms of entertainment challenged old values and led to bold new attitudes. And this was coupled by new technology that transformed society. I'm not even sure where I start with the list of what that looks like now. Oh, and they had a global pandemic that killed millions, had social distancing and face coverings and lasted over two years. If you haven't looked up the Spanish flu, you should. We've learnt nothing. We got cocky. We forgot. Oh, no, I lie. New Zealand paid attention. 
So all those things sound pretty familiar, right? We're seeing this now. So the trends are somewhat predictable if we think about what 2030 is going to end up looking like, even if the end result isn't. But we've got to think, is out with the old you completely correct as the world shifts around us? Should you wholeheartedly change what you do, how you behave, and how you live your life? Well, it depends on you. As the posts, articles, podcasts, and videos calling for change, instead of doing that, I'd suggest that you stop and reflect on you, your life, and working life, and what exactly it is you want. Step off the hamster wheel of doing what you think you should do and check in instead with some of the more fundamental questions. What do you really want to be? What are your dreams? And what is your intention? I want you to ask yourself about five things. First of all, purpose. What are you aiming for? You know, if you think about what you're passionate about, that thing that gets you out of bed in the morning enthused, what is it? And what do you want to be known for? What legacy do you want to leave as an individual in your family or at work? The last year has made people reconnect and reflect. So if you haven't had time to sit back and do that yet, start thinking. Next, I want you to then think about your brand, how you come across. You know, think about how do you want to show up and be in your life? How do you want others to see you? And how do they see you now? And is what you want and how you want to be seen and perceived congruent with how you are seen and perceived? And if not, what needs to happen for those two things to be aligned and for you to fulfil your purpose? If you think about values and beliefs, what's important to you? And are you making time for those? And how do your beliefs help shape this? And also, what needs to happen to allow you to prioritise those things that are important to you, that you value? Number four, think about your skills. What are you good at? What could be brushed up? What have you yet to learn that you aren't admitting that will help you and support your purpose? And who do you need to reach out to and ask for help? And finally, think about your world. What's happening around you? Are the conditions now right to allow you to align the four points above and really fulfil your purpose? And if not, if you're actually saying, do you know what, no, I'm stuck, it's all a bit of a mess, then what needs to happen? Shift or be changed. Now let's think about the future. Having reflected on these things, you may decide it's all good. You know, you're happy, fulfilled and everything is as you wish. In which case, fabulous, go for it. Or you might think some changes need to be made. So what do you need to do to move that forward? Do you need to set goals? You know, as every New Year's blog says, well, that probably depends on how you are with goal setting and with habits. So think about that for a minute. Are you somebody who's habit free and struggles to stick to anything? Are you a habit former who can put things in place and make them happen repeatedly? Or are you simply that type of person who gets up one morning and says, do you know what, I'm going to stop that or I'm going to do X. And from that day on, they make the change and never look back. Now, if you're in the first camp, if you're that habit-free person who can't stick to anything, then 
goals are probably quite a good thing for you. You know, short term, really tangible and small so that you can see progress. You know, you can see that to do list like a star chart on the fridge and you can see the progress that you're making and move on to the next one. And you've got to remember, a small goal is not a bad thing as long as it's leading to the end purpose that you want to achieve. And those little marginal gains really do add up to big shifts. If you're in the latter two camps, however, either somebody who can form habits really well or just decides they're going to do something and gets on with it, then instead of setting goals, I'd like to invite you to do something different, which really may help your approach because it's a lot more holistic. And I think sometimes when things are uncertain and when the future ahead of us and the world in which we're working and operating and living isn't quite as tangible or as definite as we would like it to be, this can be something that's really useful. Instead of goals, instead I want you to set your intention. So what is an intention? Well, technically it means a mental state that represents a commitment to carrying out an action or actions in the future. Another word for intention is sankalpa. This comes from the yogic tradition and is more all-encompassing than goals. An intention or a sankalpa is a short phrase or sentence that supports your purpose and becomes something which you can use to check in with on decisions and actions. It's more long-lasting than goals and more holistic. It gets you to think about how you want to go about doing things, something. The things that are important to you and is much more likely to enable you to tap into your purpose and what you want to achieve in the long run rather than be hung up about the small measurements or the small goals that you have to achieve as you go through. So looking ahead to 2021 and the decade ahead, what do you wish it to bring? If you stood in 2030 and looked back, what will you have achieved? What was and is your purpose and intention? I sat and thought about this last year. And to give you an idea of what a Sankalpa looks like, I decided that going forward into the decade, there was five words that were going to guide me. They are energy, sustainable, deliberate, connection, and collaboration. And they're brought to like life like this. Everything I do must give me energy rather than drain me. I've got to enjoy it. Everything I choose to do should be deliberate and it should be sustainable. It should be something that will continue rather than a one-off. And everything that I choose to do should enable connection with others and collaboration. And this year I'm, I'm thinking about balance, you know, so it's making sure that those five things are balanced. And they become the yardsticks I use to guide what I do. So what intention do you need to set to make your purpose happen? And how will that shape your tomorrow? I want to leave you with a quote. And it's from a fabulous little book by Benjamin and Rosamond Zander called The Art of Possibility. And this really taps into your intention. The Zanders say, in the measurement world, you set a goal and you strive for it. In the universe of possibility, you set the context and let life unfold. I love that quote. Let's be in the world of possibility. Thanks for listening to The Being Leader.